0: So we said we're going to start from the 11th line on Pei Gimel, but just in case you didn't get up to there, uh, we'll quickly review the top of the page. What did the mission tell us back on Pei Aleph that according to Yossi and Rab Shimon, an androgynous is, uh, in the way Rav Yossi and Rab Shimon, an androgynous, even though he has both kinds of channels, he's definitely a male. And therefore, if he's a Kohen and he marries Israel, she can eat shumi, even Rabbi Yochan said shumi we learned this on Friday, right? Even shumi del Raisa or kodshim, he's, he's definitely has a halacha like a male, even though he has both generals Generals he has a halacha like a male. And that seemed to go again with Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer it's, it's, said at the end of the Mishnah, that if, uh, if a male sleeps with him, he's chayat like, uh, he's chayat like for, for um, homosexuality. Okay, so that's what we saw the other day. Now at the top of the page, of Pequim he says. Omer Rav Rav says, "Lessons become brysip. No, we ret- the Mishnah is wrong, or it's changed, it's retracted. Why? Because the Brysa says the tiny Rabbi Yossi Reb-Yos-i himself says in Mishnah we have Shimon both saying that a androgynous is definitely a male, and and if he's a coin, he can give his wife Truma or Kachim, right? Or Kachim that she can eat, obviously not uh, not reg- not Kachim, but only a male can eat. Uh, uh, but uh, the that, that, that his wife is entitled to, like the Chose Shlon, etc. Rabyosi omer androgynous very But That's what the Mishnah the Bryce says. The Brice says, No, it's he, he's not definitely a male, he's a kind of um, a kind of a creation that we're not sure. we don't know not really sure. So the Bryce says that the retracted. So the Mars says Maybe the Braissa was said first, and the Mishnah is recording his ultimate opinion. That he's definitely a male. No, since in the Mishnah it was Rup Shimon and Reb and Shimon. If the Baiser would be different, it would also be Reb Yossi and like two different shitas, and what Reb say, then we have both Reb and Rup Shimon and the Bryce. But since it's only Reb Yossi, so to speak, he left his partner. It's Smash uh, that he changed his opinion. So, right, the Tosafot says, "Yeah, you still don't know which one was first, but generally the Baiser was later than the Mishnah. Therefore, Reb Yossi changes his opinion, and the Mishnah says that a druguser is definitely a male, and the Bryce says, no, 'No, we're not sure.'" We're not really sure. We're not sure if it's a male or a female. And like the good doctor explained the other day, cases you have today, it's a difficult situation, right? You can have both. And what is it? Is it a boy or a girl? Whatever the chromosomes are, etc. it's hard to determine. It's a difficult situation. We're not sure. Okay. That's the opinion of Omar Rav, Shm- that Rav says that uh, Rabbi Yossi changed his opinion. Shmuel says, no, the Brisa is wrong. The Brisa must have been said first. That he held that it was a suffix. And later on, he, ch- he, heard Shimon, and he changed his mind. He says, how do you know which, unless, unless he's become Bryce? Again, maybe the mission is wrong, the Bryce is right. Even though Rabbiosi is an individual opinion, it's only Rabbiosi and the Bryce, but Rabbiosi is concerned. He takes an individual's opinion into account. As we find, Rashi points out the case back in my mouth that he was like Rabbiudah in the mission, it was an individual opinion. That's only if the mission is not uprooted. He's not concerned about the mission. If you're uprooting the mission, and if you change over here the brisa, uh, and you say the mission is the final opinion that it's definitely a Zohar, According, uh, I mean, if you if you change less of brisa from conversation, you say maybe it's still the other way around. Bless the Mishnah, but you're uprooting the Mishnah. And therefore he feels that the Mishnah is the stronger opinion. Mishnah was, let's say the later opinion of Rabbi and he's definitely a male. That's Shmuel. So we have Machlugas between Rab and Shmuel. What is the ultimate opinion of Rabbi Is Rabbi does he definitely, it's definitely a male like an Mishnah or like the Brisa? And the Ramam past you see over here in the second line of the page, I've realized we don't know if it's a male or a female. That seems to be the the uh, the sak that Rabbi changed his opinion. And he's not really sure. So all the Gemara that we learned on Friday, that Rabbi Yochanan says even a daraisa, even if it's Kachim and even Truma daraisa, Rabbi Yossi would say that Androganus could give to his wife because it's definitely a male uh, that goes away now because Rabbi Yossi doesn't hold that at all according to this, but he's not sure. Okay, now, Amri Beirav Mishmedarav. The school of Rav said, in the name of Rav, this is the, from the 11th line that we said, we'll start. Amri Beirav Mishmedarav, which Rabbi in the Mishnah, or in the B'risa. So here, mean, Bey Rav Rav, in the Mishnah. Why? Because he's going to point to other cases, in the case of androgynous, and in the case of grafting, which we'll talk about in a minute. But, and, and Shmuel says, Abiyoshi Bakoshi Now, even by other cases, totally different cases, Koshi is a case of a protracted labor of a woman, Abiyoshi Kiddish, we're talking about with a, with a client. We're going to explain what those cases are, but the point is that, Bei Rab Mishmed Rav says Allah Zak the first two cases are and Arkava and Shmuel says Lakazak Rabyosi Ubi What will each say about the other two cases? We'll talk about that later. But first he says, Ami Bay Rabish Rab, Zak Wish So Rashi says it's rabiosi the Mishnah. Why? Because all four cases enumerated here, Arkova, Kiddush Ruggna, uh Akava, Arkava, and Raguna, uh, and Koshi and Kiddush, it's all rabiosi and Rub Shimon, and rabiosi only partners with Ub Shimon and the Mishnah, not in the Braissa. So he says he's referring to but right? So I'm even though we just said, I just said a minute ago, that the aloha seems to be that Rebiosi retracted his opinion. Rebiosi doesn't hold that he's an Andro- We're not really sure what Androgynous is. And Androgynous today, uh, if he marries somebody, OK, he's a But if he's a Kohen, he can't give his wife Truma. Right? He can't give his wife Truma because he's not sure. It's a Suffolk. We're not sure if he's a male or a female. If he's a female, it's not a marriage, right? So. Um, but Amir Rav he says the halacha is like Rav in the Mishnah, not like we're saying is the halacha. But that's what Amir I' Bay Rav. We'll see later on Bay Rav Mishmeid Rav always means Rav Huna, always means Rav Huna. The Gemara in Sanhedrin base where it always says uh, when it says that this pair refers to these guys, this refers us, all those different cases. So Rashi is going to say on the base that Bay always refers to Rav Huna unless it's Rav Huna Amir Bay Rav. It's Rav Huna saying Bay Rav in the name of Bay then it's referring to Rav Hamnuna, because because obviously Rav is not referring to himself. He doesn't say something named himself. Some people like to quote themselves, but Rav, when, he says, I'm rubbish, when he says "I'm saying it," the name of bey Rav he means Rav, Rav Hamnuna. But bey Rav itself means Army Rav means Ravuna. Okay, we'll see that's Rav Huna. So Rav Huna says that lach is like the Mishnah, like Rabbi Yosi is quoted in the Mishnah by Androganus. is definitely male. And another halacha kabba And Shmuel says No, lach is like there's lach is like in these two cases of Koshigish. What are these cases? Androgenous arm that we we're just talking about. That androgenous is a male, like a de- like a definite male. And if he marries, if he's a kohen, he marries a woman. She can eat trumas country. and kach that she's allowed to, like chazav You can't eat things like chatos and osham, which are and, or minch, which is only eaten by kohenim who are males. But moing is that he can give his wife to eat. Okay, that, that uh, he's definitely a kohen, definitely a male. That's on, that's Rabbi in our mishnah. Hakava. What's the case of hakava? You're not allowed to plant or sink in. Mavricha uh, means that you take a tree and you bend it over, sink it into the ground, and then you let both of them grow. That's thinking. And is grafting another tree. You can't do those, those things that Arab Shaviyahs, we're in Shemitah now. Arab Shmita, you can't do it. Less than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, because then it takes root in, after Rosh Hashanah. That's the idea. Again, that's going to take root. It's like Shemitah. It's like taking root then. If you did one of those things, you have to uproot it. You can't do it within 30 days of Rosh Hashanah. No, it only takes three days. If it doesn't take if it doesn't, if it doesn't take root within three days of planting, then it won't take root at all. All you need is, is three days. It, all takes, it takes two weeks. Two weeks. In other words, you can't plant it within two weeks of 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 um of, uh, of Rosh Hashanah. So according to the Tanakhama, uh you're you can't do it within a month. According to Rabuda, you can't do it within three days of Rosh Hashanah, and according to Shimon. It's two weeks. This is the rabbiosi that he's referring to, the Allah is like rabbiosi in this case. That's what uh Rav said, the Allah is like rabbiosi and in and the case of Hakava. The Divri Omar Shloshim, he says more. It's not just that it, t- it might take root, you know, the concern is it's going to take root after Rosh Hashanah begins, after Rosh Hashanah Shemitah, because he says 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, Reb Nachman saying, is already considered like Rosh Hashanah, because based on the Pusuk, of but the chatsir tishbos means even thirty days before Rosh Hashanah, shmita is already considered like shmita. So therefore, he says the three opinions of here: thirty days, or three days, or two weeks is an addition to you know from before Rosh Hashanah, Thirty days before Rosh Hashanah, Ram Nakham Ramavua. One who says thirty days before, you need thirty days before Rosh Hashanah, Thirty days before, thirty days before Rosh Hashanah. One who says three days, you need three days before again plus the thirty days of the month of Elul. Okay, so you need, you need two weeks before, uh, before Rosh Chodesh Elul. Fine, that's the thing there. But the point is we pass can like Rabi according to this Beirab. Beirab says the halacha is like in this case too. Shmuel says the halacha is like a in two other cases, totally unrelated cases, Koshi and Kiddush. What is Koshi? Let's understand something. It takes a we always didn't need this preamble because halachas of Nida and Java. And Anita Menatora, if she sees during the time that she's supposed to be, that she sees down as Anita, she's tummy for seven days. There's no Zion, to, there's no seven clean days, there's no Yimay Tara by Anita. She's told me for seven days, whether she sees a drop on one day and then stops or whether she gushes for seven days. If she stopped right by Shkia on the seventh day, she can go to the Mikhtar that night and sleep with her husband, Menatorah. Menorabana, we don't because we're concerned about Zava. What's a Zava? After the seven days of, of being anida. There's An 11 day cycle in which, if she sees three days in a row, then she has to have Zion to hold her. she has to wait for Zion to hold her. and that's why we have today the rules of five plus seven because it's based on the idea that maybe she's a Zova. What happens if she saw you when she's pregnant? Well, if it's in the early in the pregnancy, then uh, she's a Nida, right? Like anything else, but let's say. Let's say or she could be a sub if it's three days during the 11-day cycle. Today we don't know really, we don't keep track of the seven days plus. the, We don't know when the 11- day cycle is, so we're always concerned that maybe she's a she says So therefore we're we Mahmur today. Uh, the women are Mahma themselves, like you know, and more than, more than the rabbis even caused them to, to be Mahmur. They took it upon themselves, says, So what do we think of here? Let's say she saw Dam three days in a row during the 11-day cycle. But it was near the end of her pregnancy. Now the concern is maybe it's because of labor. Labor can cause her to to bleed. So he says like this. Even if she saw Dam during the uh, during the 11 days while she's pregnant, you also count seven and 11 during the 11 days. If she sees down three days in a row, even if it's 40 or 50 days before she gave birth, that's considered. Labor—it's not considered zava. It's not considerable. What's an afkamina? After she gives birth, anyway, she has to wait seven days if it's a male, fourteen days if it's a female. The difference is the bears are seven days and fourteen days. Period. Regardless of whether she sees dam, it's a question of days. Afterwards, it's machlokus whether she has to go to the mikvah. Baisol holds she has to go to the mikvah. not lavdafka. But the point is, she, she doesn't have to have She doesn't have to have seven clean days, right? You may toar She doesn't have to have that if she is not a zava. So mayor says, if she saw down any time, let's say a month, month and a half before she gave birth, if she saw down three days in a row, even during the days of zava, she's not a zava because it's based on lay, it's due to labor, not due to zava, and she's not tamei. Is she doesn't need Zayinikim. She needs just when she gives birth. She needs to keep the seven or the fourteen, but she doesn't have to keep uh, yemei Torah. That's from mayor shita. Rabbi Yudomer daya chadasha only the month, the ninth month. You look at the ninth month, and it's not ninth month of gestation, not the nine months of, of her own pregnancy. It's not it's the nine month from a Interesting thing. It's like the it's like Besen proclaim Hishodesh in her ninth month. Anytime during a ninth month, if she saw it down three days in a row of yemezava, Zava, but it was due, you can you can attribute it to the labor, she is not Tomei as a Zava, just, just just has to keep what uh, like any other woman who gives birth. That's the Yasub Shimonoman, Enkish Yosub Shesha is two weeks. They like that idea of two weeks, two weeks. Two weeks before, before uh, Shemitah, right? Two weeks. there, Kish is only two weeks late. In other words, if the labor took place more than two weeks before the birth, that has nothing to do with the labor. That's not labor. You know, we did that. You can have labor pains, whatever you whatever you want to call it, but it's not the labor. She has to keep it like a zavah. Okay, that's a that's a, that's a Shalav there by Koshi. What's kiddush? Uh, sanctifying something or making it prohibited. Let's let's understand something. If I put something trafe into your pot, you know, I put some pig uh, uh, you know, meat, um, ham or whatever into your pot of cholinth, you can't eat it, right? You can't eat it. I, I have to pay for it, etc. you can't eat it. When it, comes to, when it comes to climate, it's a little bit different. If I covered up, meaning I overshed or overhung my vines over your uh, grain, uh, says I have to pay for it. I'm chayif. It's uh, I've effectively made it prohibited. It's kalim. says, no, it depends on your intent. Omrim, I can't do it, something. It's not. I can't ask for something which is not mine. It's not mine. I can't ask for yours. Now, there's a whole Shiloh when it comes, for example, can I, I bow down to your animal. If I bow down to my own animal, I consider it a god. I, that's called Navat I've worshipped it and it's forbidden. Right? You can't bring it as a carbon, et cetera. But if I bow down to your animal, I can't forbid it. So it depends on machshava, I could bow down without, him. it depends on machshava. Here too a from Shimon or meikil, and they say, you can't ask for something which is not yours. So goes with explanation about the difference that if, when somebody depends on, on intent, over here, uh, I can't forbid something that's yours. So that's the difference. All these halachas have nothing to do with our gemara, but it was brought down because Beirav said, name of halachas like by that what, like madrogus in the Mishnah, that he's definitely a male, not a question, it's definitely considered a male, and by Arkava, the question of grafting before, uh, before Rosh Hashanah Shemitah, and Shmuel says, by, by Koshi and by Kiddush. Now the Gemara says, Yibaylu. well, what will Rav and Shmuel each hold by the other two cases, right? Rav said, the is like, Rabbi in the case of Androgynous and Arkava, and Shmuel says, as long as by Koshi and my Kiddush. What would the OZI boy look? what would Shmuel say about Androgonus? Well, Tashma, we just had that. I'm at all Tashma, Domishmuel, Rabbanan, Les Lebris, Mekami, The top of, of uh, today's DAF, and I'm said that Shmuel held that the Brysa uh, is discounted in the face of the Mishnah, meaning the Mishnah is correct. The Yosi says, like with Shimon, that uh, Androgonus is definitely a male, not like the Brysa, where Rabbiosi is Mesupak, where he's not sure. So that's Shmuel's opinion. Lesser Lebris, Mekami, Mestiza. So therefore, he holds that the uh, uh, the mission is wrong. Uh, we don't we don't uh, uh, less I'm sorry, the mission is right, the mission is right, not like Rav said, right? That that Ravyosi said, rabbiosi said that the uh I mean uh what did we say that Rav said? Um Beirav said, that is like Rabiosi by Androgness in the Mishnah. And Shmuel says, Rav. unless Libra comes he also holds like Rav that the is like Ryosi in the Mishnah, that Androgness is definitely a male, not like I said, we Paskin not like let's say the Ramban Paskins but Rab Shmuel, hell, like Beirav, less the brass becomes meaning the mission is correct. Like Rob rav said that too. How cover So what did we say about cover? Tashma Shmuel Ravanan, Tani Kmada Mishlosh, Shloshim. Ah, not like, not like uh Rabbiasub Shimon who all did it's two weeks before Rosh Hashanah, but at three days before Rosh Shana. If you planted before, three days before Elul, Shloshim, Shloshim, three days before into the into the if you planted before, three days before. The end of Av going into Elul, you're okay. You know, you need 33 days before 33 days before Shabbat. It's forbidden, so he doesn't hold like Reb Yossi and like Rabbi Shimon. He goes like Rabbi who said uh, three days. Okay, all right. So Shmuel agrees with Bei as far as um, as far as uh, Androgonus is concerned that the Allah is like the, they all like the Mishnah that uh, like Yossi agrees with Reb Shimon that he's definitely male, not like we passed in the Asken Lamais, I said. And uh, when it comes to um, he doesn't agree with Bey-Rav because he says that Allah is not like Rabbi Yosei, but Begrass, like Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, Koshi What would Rav say in the case of Koshi? Shmuel says Allah is like Rabbi Yosei when it comes to Koshi. That what? That it's only two weeks. Two weeks before uh, she gives birth, only that only that time is considered. If she sees nam, it's due to labor, otherwise, before that, it's considered she's a, she could be a zava and 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 a oledes the zava. If a woman gives birth. While she's Tomei Zaba, not only does she have the issue of seven days and 14 days boy or girl, regardless of Dam, Dam or not Dam, she also has to have Yimei Torah. She has to keep Yimei Torah. She has to have seven clean days for her to get out of the state of Zaba, followed, of course, by the Mik. So Koshi, Mali, Omar, what would Rav say there? Shmuel says, Allah is like Rebiosu when it comes to Koshi, that it's two weeks. What would Rav, what would Rav say? there? Take we don't know what Rav would say about the Allah of taking. We had different opinions of Koshi, whether it's, the month that, that the, the actual the Chodesh month in which she gives birth or whether it's any amount even 40 or 50 days a long time before that as long as as long as she continued by all whoever you say whether it's 40 or 50 days, whether it's uh, that month or what they say is two weeks, it's only if she gives birth from that labor. Now she's in hard labor and if she's in labor according to the first opinion even for a, over a month and then she and then she gives birth then it's due to the labor. The other opinion is no, only that month. The other opinion is, or Yosef Shimon, that it's only two weeks. But she had to give birth directly from labor. If she stopped for a day, for a day, over there, is it? A, what do you mean by a day? Is it twenty-four hours or is it a full day? It's got to be like Laila Vayom, another like Shabbos. It starts from Shkia to Shia. and as you have more than twenty-four hours, unless it was the exact same twenty-four hours. So if she stopped then, 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 then definitely she is lettuce Bizar, because then you could say that the that the blood that she had, the blood that she gave was not just due to the labor, it could have been because of the Zabba, we're not sure. So the, the Hetzer, so to speak, to say that if she gave birth uh, during hard, from hard labor in which she saw dam, and we say that dam is attributed to the labor and not to the Zabba, is only if it was directly from the 40 or 50 days or from that month or from the two weeks, whatever you say, but she didn't stop in between. If she stopped in between, then you say no, then the blood was not due to the labor, it was due to the Zabba. Okay, so what would Rav say there? Which which opinion would he hold? We don't know. Kiddush Mali Rav already held by the case of the klaim. If you plant, if you hung your vines over somebody else's grain, what would Rav say? Rav Yosef Tashman or Rav Huna Marav ain't alch Rav Yosef. So Rav says not like Shmuel that says the alchah is like Rav Yosef. There the alchah is not like Rav Yosef. Amalei Abayah, but mychos is someone. Why do you pick? Why do you depend on that opinion? Samachaha Machaha the Amarvada bar Amarav alch Rav Yosef. We have another opinion. Throughout Shas, we have many opinions, different opinions from what Rob said, right? We, one says, well, here we have, two Rafuna said that Rob said, Lach is not like a biosi. Then we have a lot of rob saying, Lach is like a biosi. So why do you depend on the first opinion? Amri, the answer is because Bay-Rab. Well, who is Bay-Rab? We're talking about Bay-Rab. We start off by saying, Amri Bay-Rab, in the 11th line on amun Amri Omri, bay rob is like a bi-osi, van drog is cover. And Shmuel says, Lach is like a by Koshi Vikirish. We're talking about Bay Rab Who is Bay That's Rav So Mora says his son had of base, like I said before. If if it's if Rav Huna says Bay Rab, Amr Rahuna, then the Bay is Rav Hanuna. But if it's simply Amri Bay Rab, that's Rafuna, Ravuna, Amr Ainalha. In other words, we're trying to explain not just Rab, we're explaining what is Rav Huna saying the name Rab. And here Rav Huna says Ainalh Rabyosi. So therefore, he disagrees with Rav, uh, with Shmuel. Shmuel says the Loch is like Rabyosi in the case of. Kiddush, in case of this case of Kleim, and I mean Beirav would say not. Nah. So in the first case of Androganist, they definitely agree. Beirav and Shmuel would agree. In the second case, they disagree. In the third case, we don't know. And in the fourth case, they disagree. Now back in the mission, Ravira said, we had definitely an office in the mission, Ravira said that a Tumtum, a Tumtum person whose genitals were covered up at birth, we don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Later on, it turns out that it's a boy, shouldn't give Meshu in other words he says that if his generals were covered up at birth and afterwards it turned out that he was a he was a male not both not an androgynist. he's not male and female he's just a male but it was covered up at birth and later on was revealed says that person is he he's sterile can't give he can't have children okay and the mission we said the other day we said if he's a, if he shouldn't do chalitza. Because there's no the chalitza, it's not necessary. If he's sterile, he's not high in the room of Meaning, according as we'll see, according to Yehuda, if a person is not capable of having children, he's a hama, chama. And certainly, he's a psuadaka. He's not supposed to. If he was injured, he's not supposed to marry marry her at all. But even in soros hama, he has a mitzvah murder. So if he's the only surviving brother, she's free to marry. It's like it's like her husband died, with no children, and no brothers. She's free to marry. That's what Reb Yudah would say. Even though he said the mission in Mishnum, yesh ach achar. Right? there's a he do chalitza, mashma from the mishnah that if there's another brother, that if there's no other brother, he should do But like Michael pointed out the other day, that would prohibit her from marrying a kohen, right? So Rashi seems to say that, but we're going to see the Gemara. Gemara is going to, um, let's say, correct that a little bit. Amar Bami. So Amarvami, my avin Rabuyta le'tumtum What's Rabuyta going to do? Rabia says that a tumtum, if he was born with and his generals were covered up, he's going to be sterile, even if it turns out he's a male. He's sterile. Presumably it's the same thing it turns out she's a female. I don't know. But he says, if it's a male, it's it's sterile. So Rami says, what's he gonna do? What's gonna do with the famous case of the Tumtum in Biri. Biri was a place in Israel. The Oswebek Kursi was put on the operating table of Ikra and they tore it open, they operated on him and they uncovered his genital. But Sheva Baram turned out he was a male and he had seven sons. What are you gonna say about that? We have a uh, Misa, a story which goes against him. What would you to say there? Raburama, Rav Yura would say, and check the origin of those children. They aren't his. Uh, he's not giving. Ravida holds a definite opinion. He holds it medically. He can't have he's sterile. And therefore, those children aren't his, presumed. Okay, that's Rabura's own, he's a singular singular opinion. Tanya many times you yeah, have this, you know, children don't always agree with their fathers. We have this, Rav Rabyosar, he was also a great rabbi. He disagreed with his father. Tanya was tumtum lo He says also, like his father, Shindu chalitza. Why? Maybe it'll rip open. In other maybe his generals will be revealed, and it turned out that he. And it might be that he's sterile. Say, first should do chalitza. So says that's the only concern. It also might be that she. He's a female. Why do chalitza? Might be that he's that It's, it's not a he. It's a she. And if it's a she, there's no chalitza. Obviously, he's a, it's a, it's he's not a boy. He can't do chalitza. There's no point doing chalitza. If if the if the guy died, and he left only a sister. There's nothing to do there, right? Then to saras chama, atu call the Anybody says maybe it'll maybe it'll rip open and maybe it'll be a boy and there'll be a saras and it'll be sterile. And if it's a girl, it certainly doesn't apply. Atu atu then to atu call the mikra This is what he means. This is what Yosher means to say. Maybe it'll be in a cavea. So you shouldn't do chalitza. If you do chalitza, you, what are you going to do? You're going to forbid him from going to forbid from marrying a coin. It Says don't do that. Maybe maybe it'll be a a um, a girl. The im the gear says the im And if it's a boy, maybe it'll turn out to be a Saras shama. Maybe it'll turn out to be sterile. Meaning don't do chalitza. Let somebody else do the chalitza. Why? Because. If he does chalitza, if 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 it if the tumtum does chalitza, number one, maybe it'll be a female, and number two, even if it's a male, there's a good chance that it'll be sterile, and he won't do it. So therefore, don't do chalitza. Let somebody else do the chalitza. That's really what he's saying. My ben, I wasn't seeing his father, father and son. Rabbi Yudah says that a tumtum should never do chalitza. Should never do chalitza, right? No chalitza. Rashi, the mission said, right? If, if if he's the only if he's the only brother, right? Rashi said. Uh, if, 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 if there's another brother, there's another brother, he shouldn't do chalitza, okay, right, shouldn't do chalitza but we'll see now in the Gemara, the is going to adjust that a little bit, the Gemara says like, what's the difference between the Tanaka, between Rabbi Yudah and his son? Rabbi Yudah says, says, Rabbi, 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 Rabbi Yudah says, Rabbi the son of Rabbi says, shouldn't do chalitza because maybe it'll be a girl and if it's a girl, and if it's, and if it's a boy he might turn out to be sterile but maybe not, um, Rabbi, <laughs> <inaudible> I mean, you're talking about the genitals. But, right. but, I mean, you can tell the difference between a boy and a girl in terms of yeah, other things. No, 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 no. Right, right, well, well, we don't, but maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. The like, Let's say, okay, let's, okay, let's say, let's say the, this kid is, is 13 years old now, okay? And he just ripped open and you find out that he's a boy. Fine, you didn't, until now, you couldn't tell. Right? He's, not, he's, you know, he's, he's not fully developed, he's 13 years old, capable of doing chalitza or yibam. Yibam will seek it even at nine years old. But let's say chalitza, you have to be 13 years old. We'll talk about that. We mentioned before, we'll talk about it later on in the Mesechet. It'd be 13 years old, maybe 13 years old, that's all you could tell. A lot, a lot of kids 13 years old, you can't tell so much, right? So it's possible, maybe he's a late developer, you can't tell. And that's really the determining thing. You know? the, the, the generals are, are the determining factor of this boy or girl. Um, that's usually what the doctor looks at at birth. Okay? That's what they look at. They don't look at, you know, um, whatever their voice or whatever you're gonna look at. They usually look at the genitals so and determine if it's a boy or a girl. So at 13, that's what happens. So what's the nafta kind of mean between Tanaka and his son? Rabuda says that a, uh, a tumtum is definitely sterile. So there's no point in doing, in doing khalitsa even because he's sterile, even if he's the only son, there's nothing to do. If he's the only surviving son, if the only surviving brother, whatever you want to call him. The brother that Reuben died, left no children. Shimon is a tumtum. Even if he's a boy, there's no point in doing Khalitsa because he's definitely sterile. So that's what he says. I a line. Let's say, let's say there are other brothers, right? Other surviving brothers, and this one does chalitza. This 13-year-old tumtum, former tumtum. Now he turns out that he's a boy. Uh, and he does chalitza. So he wouldn't ruin the other. He wouldn't ruin uh, her from the other brothers. Normally, if one brother does chalitza, the other brothers can't marry her now, right? Right? Um, but his chalitza would be nothing, according to Judah, because he's sterile. And he's, he's a Khaman, sar- sar- and a chalitza doesn't count. It's like, you know, somebody in the street doing chalitza to her. Or let's say he's the only brother. Should he do chalitza or not? According to Judah, there's no point in doing chalitza even if there's no other brother. says there uh, Michael, that's why I said in the Mishnah, Rashi said, if there's another brother, Rabbi Yudha says, you shouldn't do chalitza. You have to be more sort of adjusting that and saying, no, 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 uh, not like that. Even, even if there are no other brothers, no, do, don't bother with chalitza. Don't ruin her from a coin because a tumtum is definitely sterile. Whereas Rabbi Yossi, his son says, no, 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 dad, it's not definitely sterile. We don't know what he is, right? So as he's a tumtum, he shouldn't do chalitza because we don't know what he, maybe he's a girl. And even if it turns out that he's a boy, uh, maybe he'll be sterile. So therefore, while he's a tumtum, shouldn't do it. Now, if he is, if it turns out that a tumtum shenikra, and turns out that he has male genitals, according to Rabbi Rabbi Yehuda, he still wouldn't do chalitza because he's sterile. And according to his son, we don't know. So therefore, he should do chalitza. If he's the only son, he has to do chalitza to free her from marriage, and she wouldn't be able to marry Cohen. So Rabbi Shmuel, again, excuse me, Omarava lives of Makamachim, to ruin the other brothers and others to ro- prohibit the other brothers from doing even if he did chalitza, according to Rabbi Yudah, it wouldn't ruin it because his chalitza is meaningless. He's definitely sterile even if he's a boy. And look at And if he's the only one, if there's no other brothers, according to him there's no point in doing chalitza. According to his son, would be. It says, it says take a look at Rashi, but even where we are a little bit above of im sham ach elahu the a low chalitza minei. Uh, you, know, uh, you wouldn't need Chalitza because he's definitely sterile, he's, he is, and, and he's sterile, he's not even need more Rebios, Reb Yudah, boy Chalitza, he's Okay, back back, in the next piece of Gemara. Omer, Rav Shmuel, Bar Yudah, Amar Baba. the Reb by the brother, Rababa, the brother of Reb Yudah, Amar Yudah, said the name of Yudah, Amar Rab, all this was said in the name of Rab. And Islam, a skill of mishtemikom. we mentioned this before, at the end of Destiny's Da'af, and Androganus has both, back to Androganus. We were talking about Tumtum for a little bit, now we're back to Androganus. Androganus has both sets, as, as boy and girl generals. Okay, if a person has B, if a boy has Bia with him, so the tanakam over here says, he's high of skila for homosexuality, whether he had Bia with the male genitals or with the female general of the of The, the last line of the Mishnah was, back in Be'al, that. Androgonus, your skila, like a male, he's definitely a male. Sounds like he's definitely a male, but it's Mashriki Bazakhar. The medamoramorum says the bride, it's that's the Mishnah. In, in a Mishnah, we just to Bazakha, the Tosefta adds on medium bazakhushal only if he had bea with the was male genital to male genital. Aval Benakebashalo, but if if a male had bea with the female organ of the of the hermaphrodite, the, the androgonus. Then, then you're potter. So what do you see? You're not high on both generals, only on the male general. The answer is okay, yeah. But the first the opinion of Rob that we quoted in the name of all those other rabbis who quoted in the name of Rav said, Who don't like this time at the time of Smoyomer, So here's a shilo over here. In other words, we said that Androgonus is a suffolk. we don't know what he is, if it's a male or a female, right? That's what we said. However, the opinion of this reblazer is. And Rav samoy that he definitely has aloha when it comes to uh, homosexuality, homosexuality as aloha definitely like a male. The only question is, are you high if he's are you high also if he had bia with his vagina, not with his uh, not with his penis? That's the question. My, what's my time, Rav samoy? What's Rav Samoy's reasoning why is says both? Amar Amarav Rav Rav says Barham doias, but Rav Do explained it to me. The pusik says in Perik Ches pusik Chabez that Zachalos Sishka Mishkave Isha. You shouldn't sleep with a male. A male should not sleep with a male. Mishkave Isha, the lines of a woman, right? Azo Zachashesh Bo Shnei Mekovs. When it's lines of a woman, meaning front or back, vagina or anal. Let's say Haviyomras Androgynus. Androgynus has both. Androgynus has both. Meaning he has both. The, he has both a vagina and anal. So that's what he needs. So he says over here, uh, shouldn't sleep with a androgynous because the Apostle says, you shouldn't sleep with a isha.' What kind of who has isha? Right? What does that mean, mishka Two kinds of lines. It's only an androgynous who has that. that you shouldn't sleep with a male who has two kinds of uh, abilities to have, uh, have sex with both uh, anal and vaginal. That's only an androgynous. That's from Smoy. Rabban the Rabban who disagree and say no only on the male part. forgot this page, Shem even though it's he has two Mishkavos, has two ways to sleep with them, as Zohar said, It says Zohar only the only only with the uh, only with the male genitalia, not with the uh, not with the female. So even though it says so basically he's saying that that the the real um, the real um, uh, homosexuality that's forbidden is only based on the Zohar part. Meaning even though, so the question is, so anal sex with presumably that's what most homosexuals have, right? It says, so it includes that too. But it says, you have to do the Zakhar part, not the vaginal part, okay? That's what the Rabbana will learn. Rabbana, not Zohar greater Manalik. Rashi explains this like this, since Rabbanu say that the Zohar's come to exclude the vaginal part, if you sleep with a man who's an Afro, if a man sleeps with a man who's a androgynous, and he sleeps with the vaginal part of it according to bunny your politics says zakhar so you only have on let's say uh, anal or or the penises touching one another not on the vaginal part so that's what so so zakhar they say that the zakhar's not coming to tell me the Zohar part of the of the androgynous zakhar's come to tell me, I mean only the part of the zakhar so of of a of an androgynous how do you talk about a regular person? How do you a regular male with a regular male? Not a non an Where does it say that? Because you're saying the whole Pesach is speaking of What kind of education we talk about? Uh Shane we're talking about androgynous. So Rabbanan says no, Zacher excludes the, the vaginal part. So how do you know a regular Zacher with a of Manalu? So the gear sahir is not like we have an Agmar, it's me the S. Look in the look in the Bach, the number of bays in the Bach, Rabbanan, Zacher greater Manolan, me the S, because it says the S Zacher, the S. Te- teaches me that. Okay. How do you know in general, in general, we're not supposed to commit adultery, a man with a married woman, uh, a man with his sister, all the forbidden acts of sex that are forbidden the Torah. How do you know? And with a man, which involves male and a female, how do you know that includes also anal, not just vaginal sex? May How do you know that? That's called shalokadaka, not in a normal manner. How do you know Manolu? Because uh, how is that known? That's because it says me again. The Bach says me Isha. It says Mishkave Isha. So the s comes to include regular zacher with zacher, and isha is telling me uh, any part of the woman. Period. Me isha That's how the Bach learns the, the expression. So we have this machlokas here between two rabbis that when we say that um, uh, sex with a that, uh, that sex with a, a male and a androgynous is high of only on the male organ presumably in addition to anal or only on the or even on the female organ. Amrav um, shizbi Amrav Lolo Lola who says over here that Rav Lezer said a Drogonus like a Zohar, which presumably you know based on the way like we learned uh, the the like rabiosi that we're not sure from if he's a boy or a girl you are not sure if a boy or a girl so presumably uh, uh having homosexual uh, sex with a a person we're not sure if he's a boy or a girl. You couldn't give him look because you don't know for sure what he is. It's like uh, it's like a straw suffix. But according to Blazer, he's definitely a male, and therefore you have on the male organ uh, for sure. And then some say even on the vaginal sex also you're, he's considered a male, and therefore you get sex with male and male, even on the vaginal organ of the 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 the, the, the uh, female organ of the uh, of this um, androgynous who has a lot like a male. Now it comes, it comes on to say, no, the blood says an androgynous is left like a male. He doesn't mean we have gotta be everything. It's not definitely a male for everything. But this is, for this, he's a male. In other words, for for uh, for homosexual activity, he's a male. Because if you say he's definitely a male, they What about an animal who's an androgynous? Okay, I don't know if the doctors are, you know, that they must, if, if it can happen by humans, presumably it happens by, by animals too. So if that would be the case, for mukdash and yikdash, if it comes to an animal, Let's say an, an animal. We're going to talk about birds in a second, but animals have to be, when it comes to a carbon, male or female. That's a zochronikheva. An ola, an asham, have to always be male. Ola and asham is always male. Chata, sometimes it's a female, sometimes it's a male. But the pasuk tells you a regular commoner brings a chata a female, a kisbar The nasi brings a male, right? Right? A, 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 a sair. Different halachas. Bring. Even shlomim, as we'll see, shlomim could be a male or a female animal but it's Zahar Onikeva, it's gotta be one or the other. So if that would be the case, if, if Rebeleza would say that an androgynous is always male, so if that would, for everything, and the androgynous is a male, period, not only for homosexual activity between two human, between humans, but he's definitely a male, then that would be the case, it would be a male for a hegdish also, It'd say an animal that was an androgynous, you could bring him as a as a male, and that's not the case. That's a mum, right? uh, 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 uh. is it, it's a mum? it's a mum, right? It's that's a good point, right? Isn't it a mum? According to us, that would be considered a mum. If you don't hold it to bless, but it let's us know it's definitely a male. So that, that's a, does he have a mum because he's got that? Maybe, maybe, but still it would be kadosh, as we'll see. It could be kadosh. You're right, it would be a mum, even according to bless, it would be a mum. But it still could be you could you could you could you could have kidusha. And he would say and receive that it does. How do we know that he can't make listen to this. When it comes to birds, nirva, if if uh, somebody had uh, um, committed bestiality with a bird, a male had committed the other way. It doesn't say rova. Raj says, don't think I'm rova because a, a male bird cannot have sex with a woman physically. I guess it can't can't happen. But the other way around, a male could have sex with a female bird. So I know and all these things were also to bring as a carbon. Muksav was set aside for a never actually did a vodazar, Esnanzona, right? Esone can bring it as a carbon. The Khir the exchange for a dog, can't you all these things cannot be used as a carbon? When Tumtana is a bird, which is a tumtum. Can't tell it's sexual organ or non drug, it says both. But So if you what do you do when it comes to Kachim? If you do, if you do, how do you how do you chef Kachim with Malika, right? But well, we have a rule that Malika's hulan is an available. If you do Malika today on a bird, you want to be holding one of Chikon wants to practice, uh, you know, for the base of Migdash, he wants to practice Malika, and he does it on a chicken. It's a nevela. He can only do it on Kachim. So he says over here, now as such, the rule is that the of Oftar. If you have a tar bird, a bird which is a kosher bird, a chicken or a, a kosher bird, and and it died without proper Shkita, like Malika, in the case where it's not Kachim, is Matame, the clothes that you wear only when it's in your throat, only when you eat it. That's that's a special love about birds. Not me. if you touch it. Only in your throat. Only tell there. So he says those things. Why? Because it's it's not it's uh, it's not holy. It's not holy because uh, these things cannot be kachim. Because they could be kachim. They could be kachim. If the pastor says you need a suffer and a keva. Fine, that not the most. You can't use a tum to not draw because they're excluded. But Zakharna Keva, right? What time? What time is it today? Huh? What time is it Six, six, six what? fifteen. You know? What? So did they announce it? Nobody announced any, but um I think what's reasonable okay. All right, whatever. Okay, whatever. Um Natamot Sun never explained. But low nemerbal zakhornakeva, since it doesn't say Zakharna Keva by bird. Right? He can't exclude tumtumadrogas because that could be right. Tumtumadrogas are okay. It doesn't have to be male or female. So what do you see? If Rebbeza says then when it comes to birds, right? Uh, you don't see that they're kadosh. And and it's not kadosh over here. So he says. So Rebbeza says. So here it doesn't say that. So You can't exclude tumtumadrogas from among them. And therefore, what does he say? So, therefore, by birds, it could be Kadosh because bird doesn't have to be Zacharnikeva. E but animals, regular animals of carbonos, of he says, right, it has to be Atamotu to man. Birds, yes, birds don't have to be Zacharnikeva. E anybody would call it Aint Thomas Zacharos by Aint uh, Thomas Zacharos, but bird doesn't have to be, could have a mumals, mu- it could have a blemish because a bird's, blem- unless it's missing a part of the bird, a blemish doesn't count. Same thing, uh, a, whenever it talks about birds, you could bring uh, um, birds could be born boy or if you're, the only only bridge you bring are olar or Chathos, but either one of them, uh that's olar chatos, could be a boy or a girl. It doesn't talk about that. But by animals, animals have to be Zohar and Ikeva. As We said certain ones have Zahans and even the ones that could be both Shlomim, is but it's it's uh it, it, whether Shlomim could be a, a Zakhorn but it's gotta be it's gotta be one or the other. And here it's not that. So you see over here that it can't be a blessing would say if it says Zakharna and druggus doesn't work so even though our blessing says when it comes to sex uh, homosexual sex that a androgynous has a loch like a male but not every everything because an animal that it's an androgynous cannot be brought as a zu or in a caper what about your question about that it's 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 a mum. so we'll talk about that we're have time to finish now because of the, they're going to start davening early we'll finish this piece tomorrow wanted to finish the peric today. It was to be the end of the eighth parrach, which is half of the problem in your hummus, even though we're more than halfway through. Oh, we'll see the rest of that tomorrow. We'll come back, we'll talk about that tomorrow, about um, an, an animal that has, could be kadosh or not based on this thing that we're just discussing right now. The same thing we we're discussing till now. All right, pick it up for tomorrow.